That was a great transition there, Pastor Dustin. Hey, I just want to give, uh, I just want to <clears throat> kind of honor somebody this morning here. Uh, there's a young lady in the building this morning that broke the Watford City career basketball scoring record last night. Her name is Katie Mogan. She's a part of our congregation here. And uh, let's just give her a hand. God is using her. <clears throat> You know, guys, the incredible thing is, is that God gives us all talents and abilities, and we want to use them for his glory and his honor. Katie, I just want you to know that, that God has given you a platform. Use it to shine the light of Jesus Christ in every aspect, athletic ability. Young people, if you have abilities in arts, if you have abilities in music, uh, anyone in the room here, listen, if God has given you the ability of leadership, there are some positions in our, in our city, in our region that need to be filled by godly people that will uphold standards of righteousness in our region. If God has blessed you with any form of ability in those ways, I encourage you, use those for the glory of God. Everything that God, every opportunity, whether you're leading in a company, whether you're leading in, in politics, whatever it is, God has given you the platforms that you have for a specific reason. Use them for the glory of God. So if that pertains to you, or maybe God is speaking to your heart about doing something like that, uh, or uh, ha- that God would give you a platform that way, I encourage you to do that. So we're excited about those things. Why don't you pray with me this morning? Let's just uh, honor God and ask him to speak to us through his word today. Thank you, Lord. God, we do want to give you praise and adoration today. Uh, for the things, Lord Jesus, that you accomplish through our lives. God, you're at work all around us. God, you give us the opportunity to join you in that work. Father, we pray this morning that you would use our hands, use our hearts, uh, use the resources that you have blessed us with. God, use all of the things to further your kingdom in special ways. God, give us abilities, Lord Jesus, to convey your light and your love to those around us. Father, I pray that you would use your word today to speak to our hearts, to challenge us, that we would be inspired and excited about the things that you have in store for us as a church and as individuals. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For many years, Watford City Assembly of God has partnered with a ministry called Project Ignite Light. It's a ministry that is led by Pebbles and Darren Thompson, uh, who will share with us next week. Pebbles will share some of her testimony and about her ministry uh, next week. And every year, uh, for many years now, I believe it's been five years at least, that we have cut and tied blankets for children who have been abused sexually, uh, physically, or neglected in a, a severe way. And Project Ignite Light provides bags of hope for these children that have been brought to child advocacy centers in order to be examined and many times documented the things that have happened to them and done to them, the tragedy of abuse. Now you can imagine, if you imagine with me at this moment right now, um, that you were sitting in a, a... an advocacy center office, and you were with a child that has had something happen to them, you can imagine that the process that that child was about to go through is very difficult. Project Ignite Light provides bags of hope to the nurses and the doctors 
at these places to give to these children. Inside the bags are uh, pajamas and a flashlight and some snacks and a book from Max Licato telling the kids how special they are. Inside it has a fleece blanket that's hand-tied by a person that wants to show the love of Jesus Christ to these children, even though they'll never meet them, but they wanted to do that especially for them. And for many years, we have tied blankets. Uh, We have tied literally thousands of blankets for children of abuse, and every single blanket we've ever tied has gone to a child. Not one is sitting on a shelf somewhere waiting. All of them have gone to children who have been abused. Project Ignite Light stands at the front lines of abuse, shining the light, showing the love, and attempting to bring help to the helpless. I'm absolutely proud that we uh, here at Wofford City Assembly of God and Cross Point Church and other churches in this region and in the area are standing with them for these difficult times that these children have to endure. Famous evangelist C.T. Studd once said, Some want to live within sight and sound of Chapel Bell, but I will build a rescue shop a yard from the gates of hell. Ministry to abused children in North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota is not for everyone. It's an emotional job. It's something that even as Christians we would rather not think about. We wish that we could just say a prayer and somehow there would be absolutely no need for this ministry. It would all just go away. We wish that we could just do that. It makes makes us sick to our stomachs. It derails our emotions and it hijacks our minds if we think about injustice too much. But as Christians, we must. We must 2 Corinthians 5 tells us that we are Christ's ambassadors, that we represent Christ to the rest of the world, the love of God, the hands of God, the light of the gospel. If we won't stand up for the hurting and the broken and the abused, then who will? Who will stand and be their light in darkness? Guys, children of abuse are innocent. They have done nothing to deserve what has happened to them. They've been preyed upon and taken advantage of because they cannot defend themselves. I believe that God wants the local church to be a part of the solution of abuse in our American society today. I was recently convicted by a quote in the book, The Resolution for Men. It reads this way. It says, instead of grieving over the serious ills in our society... We have allowed ourselves to slip into sports and media-induced comas, oblivious to the real problems and issues that could use our attention, instead of investing our lives in efforts that could shape society for generations to come. The book was focused towards men and men standing up for what is right. But the heart of the statement is about our hearts being broken over the atrocities that go on, around, go on around us on a daily basis. And many times, even as Christians, we medicate ourselves with busyness so that we don't have to think about these things. That we don't have to pay attention of the problems and the issues. Instead of that, though, we should be investing our lives in shaping our society for the next generation. That's what this statement said. 
that we should be investing our lives in shaping society for the next generation. I am absolutely convinced, guys, that we as a church should hand off a better church to the next generation than what we received. I believe that as a community, we should hand off a better community to the next generation than what we received. I believe that that as a state, as a nation, God help us if our nation is plunged into darkness and we hand over our children something that is broken and destroyed, that is far worse off, shame on us, but that we would take an active role in society as, as Christians, as believers, and that we would, we would change society, that we would be uh, uh, involved and, and our, our lives would be intersected in every aspect so that we could cause positive change in this world. Many people, many people in Christian circles try and um, encourage us to be driven by hatred, to driven by the things that we hate, the evil in this world. But unfortunately, we as Christians have gotten the reputation that we hate evil a lot more than we actually love good. Guys, this ministry, Project Ignite Light, is about loving children. It's not about hating the darkness. It's about loving the children. It's about a love for these kids that grew up in a broken world. And you know what? We live in a broken world, and we, we can try as we might to stop abuse, but we live in a sin world, and, and things happen, and these type of things happen. And, but, but what drives us what drives us as a congregation? What drives us as individuals? Does, does the hatred towards evil drive you? Or does your love for God and love for others, is it the catalyst in your life to do good? 2 Corinthians 5.14 says, the love of Christ compels us. The love of Christ compels us to do these things. You see, guys, our hatred does not fuel our fight. The love of Jesus Christ compels us to take action in these situations. Guys, God transforms our lives and we're led out of our comfort zone to a place where, where we are compelled to overcome evil with good, not overcome evil with hatred. Guys, I grew up in a church, and, and I grew up in a wonderful church that loved God the men that led those churches were, were passionate men of God, that, that they, um, they were powerful men of God. But somehow I got the mentality in my mind that, that as Christians, we're supposed to be a, against everything. And unfortunately, we've got the reputation that we just have a reputation of being against everything, when the reality of it is Jesus came to this earth and people weren't concerned about what he was against they were concerned about what he was for, who he loved, how he showed the light of God through his life. Guys, the song that we sang this morning, love came down and rescued me. Love came down and set me free. Now I'm God's, I'm yours, I'm forever yours. 
It was the love of the gospel of Jesus Christ that brought transformation to my heart. I want to in turn share that love and, with others in whatever way that I possibly can. Guys, I believe that the Bible tells us that we win the, the battle against ap- apathy, the battle against doing nothing uh, and, and not ignoring injustice, that, that the way that we do that is by not fighting the evil, but rather by pressing the good into people's lives, by expressing the good and the love of Jesus Christ. The Bible explains very clearly how we can become people of action, Paul wrote to Timothy in, 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 or excuse me, Paul wrote to Titus uh, in Titus chapter 3. So if you have your Bibles this morning, and turn with me to Titus chapter 3. I just want to share one short passage of Scripture with you this morning. So you can leave your Bibles open to Titus chapter 3, starting at verse 14. How do, we come someone, how do we become someone that consistently takes action to shine the light of Jesus Christ with every action and every word? I believe that Titus 3.14 tells us how to do this. Paul writes to Titus, he says this, Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Then they will not become unproductive. Our people must learn to do good By meeting the urgent needs of others, then they will not become unproductive. It's an interesting choice of words that Paul uses here. He says that we as Christians and believers have to learn to do good. He says our people need to learn this. It's almost like um, doing good is not an actual natural behavior for all of us. That we would rather sit in the neutral zone where we're not really good and not really bad, but we just want to sit in that, in that vacillating neutral zone. But Paul says, listen, our people must learn to do good. Like we have to concentrate on doing what is good. Guys, like we talked about before, we, we have a reputation at times of being against a lot of things. But, but Paul here is saying we need to learn to do good. We need to be more concerned about the things that, that are good than the things that are actually bad. Our focus should be on, on pushing forth the goodness of God in people's lives. Doing good should be at the core, not just hating evil. Paul writes to Titus, as Christians we need to learn this. What is this, this Greek word, learn? It means to be taught, to come to realize, to understand. We need to be taught to do good. Guys, the opportunity of Project Ignite Light here at our church at WCAG, we've done this for many years. I believe that, that this opportunity to help these children of abuse has taught us as a church, taught us to make sacrifices, taught us to sacrifice our time and our resources We learn to do good when we come to realize. This Greek word means come to realize. Guys, I hope that as we work with Project Nightlight, we come to realize that we truly can make a difference in hurting people's lives. That this is not just some vague action, but on a daily basis we can encourage and bless others. Guys, part of learning to do good is aligning our lives so that we can't ignore injustice. We can't ignore it. That we would align our lives, that we would force ourselves to take action 
in helping others. We need to learn to do good. How does it say we do it? We learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. We need to do good by pressing, uh, meeting the pressing or the, the urgent needs in other people's lives. There is definitely an urgent need in the area of children of abuse who are being, uh, who are being ministered to by Project Ignite Light. Guys, I talked to Pebbles on the phone this week and I asked her, do you sense any urgency this last year? Urgency in the area of abuse. She said, you know what, Sheldon and I, there was one time this year that I really sensed a great urgency. She said, I, uh, a doctor from Mayo Clinic, which they provide the bags of hope to, uh, Mayo Clinic, and a doctor from Mayo Clinic called them and was saying how much uh, God had used the, the bags of hope for children. And he said, you know what, Pebbles, do you think that you could uh, pick up three advocacy centers that are nearby uh, Mayo Clinic here? Do you think you could pick up those additional things? And... Pebbles said, Sheldon, something scared me. Every time someone asked if we could help another advocacy center, she said, I immediately in the past thought about the children. That was the first thing that went through my mind, and it always has been the first thing. I thought about the children, and she said, I I usually just think about the children, and I say, yes, we can help. We'll do it. But she said, for the first time in my ministry, I didn't think about the children. I thought about the numbers. Because she said what he was asking was at that point, they were handing out 190 bags a month to abused children, and he was asking them to go to 520 bags a month for children of abuse. She said that all of a sudden it wasn't about the kids, but it was about the math. And she swallowed hard and began to do the math. And it was, it was difficult. There are times when Pebbles has to turn away. Kids has to turn away in these situations because there just aren't enough resources to go around to help the next group of kids. You know what, guys? It's a lot easier to talk about, about bags. We could talk about bags of hope. We could talk about how many bags we pass out and all of those kind of things. But what we, have to, what we have to do is we can't allow our minds to, to pull, to talk about bags as, a, as an item. But we have to think about every bag as a child. It's not just about a bag of hope. It's about a child that has been through a difficult, difficult situation. And that we can't think in just neutralities It's really hard to put a price on that. It's really hard to sit there and go, well, the value of one bag is X. Change the the, uh, formula. The value of one child is X. It's different, isn't it, when we think that way? Ministry costs money. Can I talk about the elephant in our region for a minute? Let's talk about the price of oil for a sec. How's that sound? You good with that? Oil is uh, depressed right now, along with people. Uh, But um, 
The price of oil has gone down and it has affected every person in this room, okay? Regardless of whether you're in the oil uh, field or not. It has somehow affected every person in the room. But you know what, guys? I have good news for you. Project Ignite Light doesn't run on oil money. I have more good news for you. Watford City Assembly of God doesn't run on oil money. The world changer vision to plant a church on continents around the globe and support missionaries and do projects, I want to tell you a secret. It doesn't run on oil money. It runs on a different kind of currency. And this is the currency. You see, it takes special currency to do special things. The money that is used to minister to abused children is called sacrificial money. Much like the money that is given to see the gospel advance through Watford City Assembly of God and the churches built around the world. It's a different form of currency. It's a currency that God has called me to go without so that I can meet an urgent need in someone else's life. That is the currency that we use. Project Ignite Light is an important ministry. So I'd ask you to do something big, and I don't do this very often from the pulpit, but this week I feel that it, that it is very important that we talk about this, and I, I want you guys to consider to give sacrificially to Project Ignite Light next week. Not just a couple of bucks in the offering, but I'd ask that you would begin to pray today for the next week, asking God, what would you have me to give? If you're married, talk to your spouse and pray together and ask what you would, God would have you to do. And, and then all I want you to do is this. I don't want you to feel pressured in any way, shape, or form. I just ask that you would be obedient to what God would tell you to do and you would give cheerfully, happily, because God has given you the ability to give. Guys, it's about learning to do good and meeting the urgent needs of others. But the passage isn't done. There's a promise in this scripture at the end, which is powerful, I believe. It says at the end that if they learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others, then they will not be unproductive. They'll not be unproductive. The Greek word here, unproductive, means they will not be unfruitful or they will not be barren. Guys, I believe that this passage shares with us the, the fact that if we are willing to learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of other, others, then we will be fruitful. And what does that look like? Guys, I believe that we continue to flow in the blessing of God. You see, the moment that we begin to store up whatever it is, gifts, talents, abilities, resources, finances, whatever, when we begin to hoard those from themselves, I believe that the blessing of God stops on our life. But as we give those out and use them for the glory of God and the advancement of the gospel, the flow continues to pour into our life, that God uses us as a conduit to see the world transformed. And that we would not become barren or unproductive, but we would be fruitful. Guys, the last thing we want to be as a church is unfruitful. A tree or a fruit tree that doesn't bear fruit is good for nothing. In fact, Jesus goes as far as to say that a tree that doesn't bear fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. But the good news of this scripture is 
is that we can be productive. And guys, I believe that, that some of the, the history of our church has, of blessing, that God has blessed us in immense ways, is part of the reason because we have been, we have been uh, very, very willing to give very willing to, to share, very, very willing to love, not to hoard resources or things to ourselves, but that we would be pushing it out and, and, and using it to advance the kingdom of God. We can be productive and fruitful. And we see many lives impacted and loved through our actions and through our giving. So this is what it's going to look like this year. We're going to do something very different, if you can imagine that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you down. There are some people in this room right now, you're gonna, your heart's going to sink when I tell you this next, next thing. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> we are not going to cut or tie any blankets for Project Ignite Light this year. Our number is zero. Actually, our number is one, but you'll see why. Pebble sent us a video, and I want you guys to see it, and we're going to play that right now. She's going to give us some direction, and then I'm going to come back and give us further clarification on that. So let's listen to what Pebbles has to say this morning. Hi, Watford City. It is Pebbles Thompson at Project Ignite Light. Then came to me with a wild idea. Let's make 400 blankets in one weekend. 400. It was about the same number of children that we had served the year before in North Dakota. Mr. Jackson neglect. Every year he upped the stakes, we raised the number, and every year you met the challenge. But now, today, I am standing in my volunteer room. After every single one of our events, we would bring your blankets back to our headquarters. We would unload the trucks. We would sort through every blanket, check for perfections and for the ones that would need a little extra TLC. And the ones that did would be brought into this room our volunteer room. It's currently full of blankets that volunteers have sorted, counted, checked over, and even done a few repairs on. And now they wait to go into our packing room where they'll go into one of our backpacks to a child who is suffering from physical abuse, sexual abuse, and neglect. This year, we're asking you to do something different. You've already tackled this piece of the project. Now we're asking you to move into the whole project. I'm getting ready to load a trailer 48 feet worth of inventory, from blankets to pajamas to water bottles, flashlights, everything else that we put into this one backpack to go out to hurting children. This year, we are asking you to take some time out of your weekend. In fact, it won't even be the same amount of time that you've given in the past. It'll move much faster, but you will be making just as big of an impact by packing one of these backpacks. We'll ask you to pick out the items, to pick out your blanket, your pajamas, to do everything that I do here. The difference is, is it would take me, I can pack about 50 backpacks in a day with help. I'm going to ask you to pack 400 time and will cover about two months for me that I will no longer have to worry about if bags are ready to go out to hurting children of abuse. It's going to be an exciting day. I probably will cry. I always ask you to join me. The time and the need is now. It's urgent. This will be something...
challenge of packing 400 backpacks in one day. But if I was going to try it anywhere, Watford City is the place to do it. So I'm looking forward to being with you. If you have extra time on Saturday to help us unload that trailer, to help us set up, and if you're willing to even train to be part of our core team to help move people through the lines as we pack those 400 backpacks, we would love to see you Saturday. We're starting to unload the trailer around noon, and we expect it to take about five hours to set up. Then on Sunday, we'll do our joint service, as we always do, and together we will make a difference in hurting children's lives. Please join me and help me share light in the darkness of child abuse. Thanks so much, Watford City. All right. So this is where we're at. Every person that comes next week to Project Ignite Light Sunday, we're going to ask every single person to pack one bag for a child of abuse. You're going to take a blanket, you're going to take all of the pajamas, or you're going to take a set of pajamas and all of the, the book and all of the things that need to be placed in the bag. And this is why, guys. <clears throat> this year, for many years, it's been about numbers. And, and that's okay, because we needed numbers. Project Nightlight needed a thousand blankets, and those kind of things. And for many years, it's been about a goal and about a blanket and about trying to make 400 blankets in 24 hours, and then 500, and then 750, and then 1,000, and then somewhere around 800 last year or something like that. This year, I want the number to be about one. That every person in the room will hold that backpack, and the whole time you're filling that backpack, I want you to think about the one. We're not impacting the masses. We're not trying to reach a thousand or something like that. Our goal is the fact that every person in this room will hold in their hands a backpack that will be given to a little boy or a little girl. And that as you begin to pack that backpack, you begin to put those items in the bag and you begin to, to say, God, that these pajamas, as this kid slips these pajamas on, that you would cover them with the anointing of the Holy Spirit their lives would be touched and changed in a powerful way. That God, as they slip the blanket, the fleece blanket, hand-tied blanket over their life, that God, you would cover them. That the peace that passes all understanding would guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That God, when you, these physical items that I am touching and placing in this bag would make an eternal difference in the life of a child. You're going to fill your backpack up that day, and it'll be kind of like an assembly line process where you'll put all of the items in. And at the close, uh, you'll get to the end of the line, and there will be a there will be a little area that you can zip your bag up, and, and it can go in a in kind of the sending box where all of the completed um, items will go. And at that point, we're just going to pause, and as you hold that bag in your hand. I ask that you would bow your head and you would pray and you would intercede that God would touch that life in such a powerful way that this child would be a beacon of light that one day they would come to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior that this child would not 
be a link in a chain of abuse, but that it would be broken by the power of Jesus Christ. And that God would touch this child in in such a powerful way that their life would be anointed to do great and powerful things. And then you can make it up after that. Okay, whatever you want to say. Guys, because I don't want it to be about blankets or about bags, we got to get to the point where it's about children. That's what it's about. It's about the fact that the backpack that you hold in your hand will go to a child that desperately needs it and needs to know that God loves them in that dark moment. And I believe in supernatural things. I believe that God can transform kids' lives through our prayers. I believe that that these items are not just regular items that you buy at Walmart, but these are special items. Guys, I just... I believe that, that we, uh, we can make a huge difference in kids' lives. And you know what? We've talked about the fact that, that a lot of times we're against a lot of things. But this ministry is about good. And Romans 12, 21 tells us this. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The only way that we are going to see our communities our cities, our nations transformed in the area of abuse is not by picketing, it's not by chasing people around, it's not by physically abusing someone who has abused someone else. Scripture is very clear. We will not be overcome by evil. Instead, we will overcome evil with good. That's where we stand today. So guys, I, I'm very excited about Project Ignite Light, and this is, I need a few key items from you uh, this morning. I have five items, and they're going to come up on the screen, that I need you to just be aware of as we're heading in uh, to this Project Ignite Light weekend. The first one is this. <clears throat> I'm going to ask for some things. This is what I need of, of all of us, okay? In the past, I've asked for 150 volunteers to cut blankets until their hands bleed, Okay? I'm not going to ask for that this year, all right? But I am going to ask, I need 20 high-quality volunteers that would be willing to come on Saturday from roughly noon to 4. I just need 20 people from this room that you say, I will be there, uh, and Project Nightlight would like to train you, would like to help uh, you in the process of the... Um, of handing out the bags and the different things like that. Uh, we just need 20 volunteers. So... Could I be as bold as to ask how many people are a high-quality volunteer that you say, I'm available on Saturday and I would like to help with this ministry? If you'd like to raise your hand right now, I'm going to ask for 20 people right now, okay? I'm going to start in this section counting. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 1, 2, 3, okay? 23. If I could have you sign up at the information booth, This morning, right when we leave, in like three minutes when I close in prayer, you're going to sign up at the information booth. So sign up for Saturday, helping from noon to four. On Sunday, this is what I need from everybody. Come at 10 a.m. Don't come at 1045, okay? You need to come at 10 a.m. So I'm asking you to come early and and then make it a habit. Come to Sunday school every week after that, okay? But... um, (laughs) 
actually just come at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. to the Veterans Memorial Building that is uh, connected to the library. It's near the post office there. Can I ask another big thing of you? If, if you're from WCAG here, could I ask that you would park in the high school parking lot so that our friends from the other churches can park closer to the building? Could we do that? Yeah, I think we can. So I'll meet you in the high school parking lot, okay? So we're going to do that. All right, high school parking lot, 10 a.m., and over to the Veterans Memorial Building. Number three, could I ask of you to consider to bring your best offering that you can for Project Ignite Light? That you would allow God to speak to your heart so that we could help children who are in desperate need. Number four, I'm going to need every person to pack at least one bag. That you would pack one bag, that you would... uh, you would pack it physically and, and stay for that. When we, when we end the service portion and we begin to pack the bags, there's going to be a little bit of a bottleneck getting started, but we'll get that all under control. Everything will be okay, and, and we'll get that. Everybody will pack one bag, okay? And then the last thing is we need your prayers. I think that that is the, the hinge point of this whole thing, is that we, this is not just about packing a bag. It's about the child. And that child needs our prayers and our intercession that God would touch and transform and change their life uh, through this ministry today. So those are the five things that we need. So are you guys in? What do you think? Can we change these kids' lives and see God push through the darkness of abuse? I believe that we can. So would you pray with me this morning? As we get ready, we're going to have a great week Uh, A great Sunday next Sunday. This is a fantastic Sunday to invite a friend to church. It is non-threatening. It is a wonderful opportunity for them to see firsthand the love of the gospel in action. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity that you've given our church to accomplish things, Lord, that that are just out there. And God, we're just, we're just thankful that we're on the cutting line uh, uh, of abuse, God, that, that we want to see these things touched and changed and transformed. We want to see people's uh, uh, lives and destinies and futures changed through the, the transforming power of Jesus Christ. So God, this morning, I pray that you would use us as your hands, as your feet, as your ambassadors, Lord Jesus, that God, we would represent you in everything that we do. God, I pray for Pebbles, Lord. I pray that you would use her to, to speak to our hearts, that we would be ready, uh, that we would have hearts of compassion that are soft and pliable, that God, we would be, have hands that are ready and diligent, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Father, for our congregation that we would learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others so that we would do not become unproductive, that God, you would cause our congregation to be a productive church, that we would be productive individuals, that we would advance the kingdom of God with every action and every word. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless you guys. See you next week at what time? Very good. Bless you guys.